0: Welcome to another fun filled episode of Bottom of the Stream. I'm Nick. I'm Adam.
1: How are you doing, Oh We all, are we back on our stream boat.
0: <laughs> we are. Yeah, it's a bit cold, a bit chilly. Yeah. It's freezing.
1: Uh, I'm, good. I'm, I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good as well. Yeah, not bad, thanks. Not bad. We had a good week.
1: Bought the Christmas turkey. Really? Yeah. We were very, very well prepared. I like it. Well, not picked it up. Too heavy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just roaming around the garden. Oh, really? You're going to kill it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, no, can I, can't, I can't carry on this charade. <laughs> it's Christmas. That's what charades is for. Yeah, that's true. Really? It's
0: nearly Christmas. Are we yeah. shopping done? Uh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I'm not. I'm a little bit behind. What you got me? Nothing yet. Okay. I just said I'm a little bit behind. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got me? Ah, well, I, I couldn't possibly say <laughs> in this public forum.
0: We had the best Christmas present today. Did we? Yeah, we got 3,000 Twitter followers today. Oh, of course we did, yeah. That's awesome.
1: That is awesome.
0: How was 3,000 people following us. I know. It almost
1: makes us relevant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean 3,000 is not a lot in terms of the population of the world, but I'm very, very happy <laughs> that we've got that exactly. many. I, think I don't think awesome. we'd ever get
0: anywhere near that many. It's awesome.
1: No, not at all.
0: It's really good. Thanks for following us on Twitter if you do, and if you don't, please do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you the you can be. You details can be. at the end. 2006 or something or whatever it's up to now <laughs> definitely
0: been up to anything interesting this week that's worth talking about
1: um I don't think there's been anything exciting no it hasn't been anything exciting I pretty much finished like I say pretty much finished my shopping um yeah just just it's all that like it's a weird time of year now isn't it yeah because you, everyone's just really a- anticipating you know if you're lucky enough to have a a, a couple of weeks or a week off work and yeah definitely you know, and, and it's kind of just things start to wind down at work days they? to tick over and yeah we've got
0: a christmas jumper day tomorrow oh lovely and then next week's all non-uniform week which is
1: quite nice I, um, at my daughter's at my daughter's school they've had christmas jumper day every friday last friday this friday and next friday really <laughs> yeah well,
0: that would that'd be awkward because you've got three different christmas jumpers surely
1: I think they've only got two each, so there's, there's definitely going to be one. Some sort repeat. of uh, repeat. Can't yeah. you just cut them in half and sew them together? Oh, You've that's not a bad challenge. Half and halves? Yeah. Do it. But one, one of them's a lot smaller than the other, so it would look really weird.
0: I didn't mean cut the children in half. No, I mean, <laughs> their jumpers are much smaller. So,
1: <laughs> so it'd look weird.
0: really weird. <laughs> I did have some bad news this week. I got a speeding ticket. Oh, no. I've been speeding. Bad times. I'm away what? to work as well. Who speeds to work? <laughs> you've done it wrong. I've done it the wrong way around. Were you late? No. <laughs> I really wasn't. I was quite close to work and I was like 50 minutes early. I don't know what I was thinking. I must have just been you've, out asleep. sleep, I think.
1: You've, you've definitely done it wrong. Bad times. Were you on autopilot?
0: Yeah, I must be. I go the same way every day.
1: Did there you know a, that... There was a van it, there.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't know it had got me, but I remember it being there now. Bastards. Is, is it a hotspot? What's a hotspot not? Sorry, that was a Michael Barrymore reference. Apologies. <laughs> um, no, not really. It's like a quiet country lane, it goes from a thirty to a sixty, like, right, straight off. And the camera was parked just in front of the sign where it turns to a sixty. Yeah, they're not.
1: They're not. Um, they're sneaky. They're not stupid. Yeah, sneaky bastards. Is that the first time you've ever had one? No, it's my second. Oh, okay,
0: but I've not got any points because they'd already expired. Yeah. okay. It's been a while since my last one. Awesome. Fun, well, not, not awesome. awesome. But... <laughs> Bad times. <laughs> bit bit exciting. How are we doing for Netflix news? Uh, I've got a few bits. I've got
1: a few bits as well. Do
0: you want to go first?
1: <laughs> yeah, I can go first. Do go you want the sort of one that's? Oh, it's not boring. I think it's <laughs> quite important, but okay. It it's not it's not like jovial, <laughs> right? So go for it. Do you know Ofcom? Yes. Who like regulate TV and radio and all that stuff? I know of them, indeed. So. so they have sort of said that in in a new year they they might be looking at changing uh, regulations to insist that basically because streaming is now such a big part of broadcasting in this country, yeah. that st- streaming companies um have to provide a certain percentage of programming to be public broadcasting. oh right, really so basically that's like news kids stuff, educational yeah. stuff religious stuff mm. uh, you know, all, all the stuff no one watches online <laughs> <laughs> I like the BBC and all that because obviously the figures viewing figures on all those channels are way down um, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one that is a weird one that's, that's not what I want to use Netflix for no <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, we'll see what happens with that in the new year
0: Netflix are going to do their own news TV show and then <laughs> give it away for free. I just can't see it happening. No, me neither. That's... Yeah. that would be interesting to keep an eye on, though, to see if it does happen.
1: Yeah. Hmm. We'll see. Okay. What's yours? You go next. Let's, let's take it in turns. Okay, cool. I like it when we do this. Um, the
0: Cobra Kai Season 3 trailer is out. Oh, brilliant. Have I've you seen, seen it. I oh, no, should I'll watch it. It's to, actually oh, we'll a go really do good trailer. Yeah, you should do it. It's, there's a lot, they give quite a bit away of where the season's going. But it does look good. There's a few old returning, more returning characters in it and that sort of thing. It's going to be good, I think. Oh, brilliant. January, does, January the 8th, I think, Cobra Kai is back. It's really oh, soon. it's really soon. Yeah, that's really, like really soon. four weeks.
1: Yeah, Jesus. Brilliant. <laughs> it really is. Well, like I say, it's that weird time of year. Because actually you go, oh, that's a month. That's quite a long time. But two weeks of them are like this no man's land around Christmas where no one knows what day it is. <laughs> that's true. <and laughs> you know, what you should be doing. So My favorite yeah, time of year. Here. I like not knowing what day it's- it is. It's always <laughs> why well, you just drink beer and eat more snacks, exactly, for like a week. I just all yeah, I do is eat yeah. snacks
0: anyway. <laughs> I've become addicted That's to Asda's p- mini poppadoms, just as a bit of a shout out. They're amazing. Oh, okay, yeah. Every time I go to Asda now, I buy a bag and then I just eat it that night. It's really <laughs> bad times. I
1: need to stop. Oh, at least you're only buying one, you're not like surrounding. I mean, they're big bags, yeah. But, not, bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I just imagine you like american beauty style spreading all these popadums out on your bed (laughs) that's a good idea i might do that next time popadum angel i might do that ah treat yourself why not (laughs) tag your it yeah my next one is um i think we mentioned it a couple of months ago i think you watched a couple of episodes i didn't it's a an animation uh called hoops i watched one episode with jake johnson's in it isn't he yes yeah a few, a few more. Uh, well, it's been cancelled, so... Oh, was it really? you're, not getting, you're not getting another series. Oh, right. Did Netflix it... have not renewed. Was it just one season that they did?
0: I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Oh, that's a shame. Well, I didn't really enjoy it, so it's not really a shame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Me? Yes? Uh, Netflix have accidentally announced a TV show today. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I they, when that happens. They put out a tweet earlier announcing that they're going to be producing a Sonic animated TV series, Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. And then promptly deleted that tweet pretty soon straight after. I think it's going to be announced at the Game Awards, and I think somebody maybe pressed a button a little bit too early. <laughs> so uh, keep your a eye out for that, because that seems like it's coming. There was detail in the tweet, so it's definitely not been made up by somebody. So yeah, keep your eye out for that. It sounds interesting.
1: Like you say, it sounds uh, like someone's trigger finger might have been yeah, bit it, it, it sounds like it. It's a 3D animated, apparently. So cool.
0: similar to the uh, film that came out, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, it's not coming till 2022 though according to the tweet It well, uh, takes a long time to draw him so true and then redraw him when the fans don't like him yeah <laughs> so, uh, yeah so it's um it's been deleted so it might not happen but I would keep your eye open for because I think it's going to
1: yeah good scoop thanks next uh, something um that is coming soon I've Shut my phone down accidentally, so uh, <laughs> bear with me. Netflix have announced a new limited series from the creators of Narcos, okay, which is obviously extremely successful. Yes. Uh, it's called True Story, right? And it stars the duo of Kevin Hart and famous tax cheat Wesley Snipes <laughs> on the on the comeback trail. <laughs>
0: Is it a true story about Wesley Snipes' tax dodgy? I don't dodgy. think so.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, I'll, I'll read the, the synopsis. Okay. Uh, so Kevin Hart will play Kid, a world-famous comedian, so a very outside of his comfort so, zone, <laughs> um, who makes a tour stop in his hometown of Philadelphia and visits his older brother Carlton, played by Wesley Snipes. However, the events of one lost evening turn into matters of life or death that threaten to destroy Kid's career and everything he has built interesting um yeah sounds so, all right yeah it does sound all right it sounds a bit now obviously i've no idea if they're going with a dramatic tone or a com- comedy tone it does sound a bit like a male version of dead to me yeah true that d- it does um, actually know you've said that we'll see
0: <laughs> we'll soon find out yeah cool that sounds good when do you know when it's coming uh, no, there's no date on that. I've got something that I think is going to be headline news, or should be headline okay. news all around the world. I, I was scrolling through uh, Twitter, as you do, and Reddit, and things, trying to find some news for today's episode, and a headline jumped out at me, and I instantly thought, I need to tell Nick about this. Okay. <laughs> um, the headline was, Nicholas Cage, so it starts well. Yeah, we're off to, uh, off to <laughs> the races. <laughs> to host profanity-themed TV series, The History of Swear Words, on Netflix. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nicholas Cage will star as the host of a new Netflix se- Netflix series based on the history of profanity. Will come to the stream on 5th of January. That's awesome. That's very soon. Now there is a trailer out there and it is fucking brilliant. Yeah, so, I've seen
1: it. It's good, d- isn't I it? I did check it out last night <laughs> when you when you mentioned it to me.
0: There's going to be six 20 minute episodes and will uh, it says it will examine the usage and origins of words commonly viewed as offensive and Cage will reportedly get exposed Expertise and and <laughs> and Cage will reportedly get expertise from people including historians. Excellent, yeah. It's, it looks like it's going to be really good fun.
1: Some of that etymology is really interesting. My uh, there was a guy I went to university with and he did his dissertation on basically the history of swearing. Oh, really? Yeah, um, and he, he, did, he did really well. <laughs> so <laughs> you'll find that um, show really interesting then. Yeah, I I think it'll be great. I mean, it's Nicolas Cage. He's it's, gonna, it's gonna be just ham it up as well. It's just the amazing. trailer
0: is wonderful. Check, definitely check out the trailer. It's so good. It's just it's all Nick Cage. It's just him, and it's perfect. I can't yeah. wait for that. Fifth of January. That's coming.
1: It's Excellent. Time. That's that, a lovely New Year's treat. <laughs> definitely. Uh, last one for me. Well, it's not news. It's more of a, a just dropped. Okay. So, I I spotted this today and. I thought, again, from the the synopsis sounds pretty interesting, so uh, a movie called Rose Island has just arrived on Netflix, I think it was yesterday Okay, Uh, it's an Italian movie, it's a fictionalised version of a true story um, about a guy called Giorgio Rose, who basically built his own um, man-made island off the coast of Italy created his own country um, and used the place to have a load of wild parties and Generally, he was a bit of a playboy. Um, oh, that sounds awesome. But the guy himself, uh, he died last year, but he, he was actually in, involved in sort of the consultation and the early setup of the movie. It's, it's a comedy. It's supposed to be quite good, so I might check that out over the next week or so.
0: Excellent. That sounds good. What's it called?
1: Uh, Rose Island. Oh, I'll well, add it to my list. It sounds really good. Check it out.
0: Let us know what you think.
1: Awesome. Is that it for news? I am newsed out. Me too. My news sack is empty. Ugh.
0: Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream?
1: Uh, not really. Oh. Have you watched anything bad at
0: the top of the stream?
1: Well, kind of. Okay. I mean, so the, the main thing I wanted to mention. is So last Saturday, what we what do we always say? What you know, what you are looking for on a Saturday night? Pizza and a magnum. Yeah, you want you, <laughs> you want you want, a, you want a movie that you can just kind of chill not out and really pay enough, too much yeah. attention to. So we actually did a double header. Oh wow, quite a cool one you can do on Netflix. Um, so we watched National Lampoon's Vacation. Nice. Good so the, the original yeah, from, was it early 80s, late 70s? Yeah, yeah. Young Chevy Chase and uh, and all them. So watched that. I hadn't seen it for years. Didn't quite hold up as well as I remembered. Oh, really? But but still pretty enjoyable. Yeah. Um, followed it up with Vacation, <laughs> the remake. Oh, with them? Um... About three or four years ago. Oh, who's in that? With Ed Helm. Ed Helm, that's it. I couldn't think of his name. I was thinking Jason Bateman, but that wasn't right. And uh, it's got the kid from Santa Clarita diet, and it is one of the kids. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and I'd never seen it before. I quite enjoyed it. Really? I've not seen that <laughs> yeah. one. I've obviously seen the Chevy Chase one a few times, but I've never seen the new one. So, yeah, you, you two can do that that um, double <laughs> header if you want. And it was quite fun because they're, they're just breezy. and uh, How yeah. similar are they? They're more tied in than I thought. Oh, really? Yeah, so, like, it's the same family. Or, you oh, know, right. Ed, so Ed Helm plays Chevy Chase's son. Oh, so first, it's, like, more of a sequel one. than a remake. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought I it was didn't, a remake. Yeah, I didn't realise it was it was going to be that much of a direct sequel. So, like, oh, okay. yeah, they stop on the road trip and his sister from the first movie is in it. That's all recast. And, uh, yeah, no, Chevy Chase pops up at the end. Sorry, spoiler. <laughs> yeah, it was all right. I, I genuinely thought it was a remake. I didn't realise it was a sequel. I will
0: definitely yeah. check that out. Another one to add to the list. Um, <laughs> I haven't done a lot of watching this week. I, I've I finished Big Mouth season four. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm up to date with that now. It's really good. It's it's just... It, it is what it is now. It's Big Mouth. It's a film, a TV show about kids going through puberty. Yeah. But it is funny. And there's a few new characters in this series that's good. And I started Alien Worlds. Oh, that we mentioned last week? Yeah, what we mentioned last week. I've seen two of them now. What do you reckon? It's really interesting. Does the gimmick work? In a way... Yes. I feel like I've learned more about Earth than I have about anything else. Okay. Because <laughs> they spend a lot of time... They'll put a planet in front of you at the beginning of the episode. They'll explain what this planet is like. Are and they then, totally made up planets? Yeah. Okay. But they're, they're like obviously based, in fact. The, these yeah. planets potentially are out there. And then they'll use the rules of evolution on Earth to show how an animal would have evolved on that planet. In that environment? In that environment. So there's one that's got okay. super dense gravity and so and it's it's constantly light on one side and constantly dark on the other okay. and the same animal has evolved two different ways to to survive in the two different environments sure and then there's one with a bird with six wings and it never lands because of the gravity and that sort of thing it's really interesting but it, it bases it on real life animals in this in this world and how they would have like evolved to cope on different planets all right so okay. there's a lot of talk about there's like there's some like little scorpions that can live in like sulfuric acid in this world and it's how that sort of same environment on another planet would have bred,
1: evolved yeah, over like animals scaled it up yeah exactly it, it, does it look alright or does it look a bit janky because I'm never sure with this sort of thing <laughs> Of like obviously like CGI is expensive yeah <laughs> uh, it's not I, it's fine it's not I wouldn't
0: say it was janky at all um, there's bits of it that look, looks like a computer game yeah. but it's it's obviously not as pretty as like favorite Attenborough shows. But it's it's passable. It's Okay. It's interesting. That's the yeah. most I can say about it. I mean, we have only seen two of them. Oh that's good. It's worth checking out. They're only like forty awesome. minute episodes. Good. But yeah, so that's what I've been watching. Like it. Like it. Cool. Shall we run through the top ten on Netflix? Yeah, let's do that. Not, Not done, done that there. for a couple of weeks. I've done that for a while. Uh first one is um at number ten is How to Get Away with Murder,
1: which is the T V show. Um presumably a new season's just dropped. Have you ever watched any of that? I, uh, I haven't. I know, I know my wife watched a couple of seasons and then gave up because I, th- I think it just got a bit um, intimidating because I think it's one of them where there's just a lot of seasons. It's it six seasons now. And I think it, it sticks with its premise for a, for a year and then goes one of the, totally different. It's one of those
0: shows. That I got the impression it was going to be one of those shows that had a good idea for a TV show and then kept getting renewed. Yeah. And it didn't really know where to go with it after that. I've watched the first season. And I didn't feel like I needed to go back and see any more of it. Fair enough. So, and now there's six seasons in. I just kind of understand how that would work, (laughs) personally.
1: But is it different people getting away with different murders? It must be by. It must be by six years. Surely, but it is
0: by now. The first season one was solved, so who knows? But people are obviously watching it. It's tenth on the stream. So Uh, number nine is a film called The Second. Any ideas? The Second is. The ninth, no, no idea. <laughs> it's Ryan Felipe. It says a secret service agent is drawn into a terrorist plot when his son's classmate, the daughter of a Supreme Court justice, is targeted for kidnapping. Standard action film synopsis, right there.
1: Just, just one of these random yeah. ones that breaks the top ten because it's it's been pushed, isn't it? Yeah. It's obviously a new newer. It's twenty twenty,
0: so it's obviously maybe it was a Jewish cinema release and it's not had it or something. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, number eight is the Christmas Chronicles two. Yeah, which we've have you seen that? No, not yet. Oh. Mike saving
1: it for a bit nearer Christmas. Uh,
0: number seven is The Grinch. That's holding its place in the, uh, the top ten. The one with Benedict Cumberbatch in. Uh, number six is uh,
1: Virgin River, which is also a TV show, I believe. Yeah, I've seen the trailer. It looks looks mildly interesting. <laughs>
0: Searching for a fresh start, a nurse practitioner moves from LA to remote Northern Californian town and is surprised by what and who she finds. Double dashes I thought you were going to ask me then. <laughs> There's I double dashes around... And who. It's like dash dash She's and who dash dash. Watch? Yeah. She's surprised to find a virgin river. <laughs> uh, number five is Rick and Morty, because I believe the second half of season four has appeared. I've
1: watched a couple more of them this week, actually. Yeah? Yeah, I'm still liking season two, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i am not watched any for a while, I, so think, I watched some. I believe that brings Netflix UK up to date. Yeah, I think that's right.
0: Uh, number four is The Queen's Gambit, which is incredibly still holding its place in the top
1: ten. I- Definitely gonna get to that around uh, over Christmas when I've got a bit of time. I might.
0: The fact that it's been there for as long as it has—it's like two months now. Yeah. In the top five, pretty much. It's it's incredible. Uh, number three is Big Mouth. I've already mentioned that. I've talk, already seen that. It's quite good. I don't think it's the best season they've done, but I don't think they're ever going to top that first season, and I don't think many shows even try to these days. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, number two is The Crown, which means The Crown has been knocked off number one by a film. Surprisingly enough, you don't. We don't see films at number one very often. You, you
1: it tends to no, be TV too shows, often. doesn't
0: it? It's always TV yeah. shows that are at number one.
1: Well, uh, because again, you're counting slightly different things, aren't you? Because yeah, you've got if it's The Crown, you've got ten episodes. Yeah, so there's more people going to watch ten episodes than of a, a film. I would have thought, there, but there must be some sort of algorithm
0: that stops that. Well, because one click on a film. And ten clicks on ten episodes of a TV show can't be counted as equal, surely? Well, I wouldn't have thought so. I don't, I don't know how they work it out. I genuinely don't. We should probably try and find out. Uh, the film is called Ava. A V A. Ever heard of it? No, nor me. It says an elite assassin, wrestling with doubts about her work, scrambles to protect herself and her strange family after a hit goes dangerously wrong. Who's in it? Jessica Chastain, right? Colin Farrell, John Malkovich. Gina Davis and some people, some more people.
1: Well, that's quite a cast.
0: Yeah, it is quite a cast. I've never heard of that, and it's number one in Netflix.
1: I, th- <laughs> I feel that over the last few years, there's been quite a few of these, hasn't there? The sort of hit woman films. Yeah. There was, um, is it Lucy with Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. There was Hannah. Yeah. With They're all just with female names. So Saoirse Ronan. There was Salt. Yeah. That was Angelina Jolie. Um, yeah, it has been quite a few.
0: Yeah, there has. That's true. I'm just trying to find out some information on it. It's not high, rated highly on IMDb. It's only at 5.3. That puts Is it, it like right this in our year? Wheelhouse. Yeah, it's 2020. Okay. It's brand new. Again, it might be one of those that was due a cinema release. Yeah, quite but, possibly. Uh, made it to Netflix. But yeah, number one on Netflix, but only 5.3 on IMDb. So uh, that puts it right in our wheelhouse. So how it's got to number one, I don't know. If people love Jessica Chastain. It's probably that. It's gotta be that, hasn't it? The <laughs> John Malkovich also. The poster is just John Malkovich's face. Oh okay. So maybe
1: he's doing a he's heavy a, lifting. He's a popular man. Anything else? Uh just wanted to mention before we uh check in on this film this week that friend of the show and regular listener, uh, Wayne. Oh yeah. You know who you are. Shout Thank you away. very much. Wayne he Wayne brought me a cake the other I day did to my house. Good. So I'm shouting him out was for that. It, as well. Was it nice?
0: It was a sticky toffee pudding. Oh, lovely. It was amazing. He just texted me. He was like, are you in? And I was like, yeah. He was like, and then he just turned up at my door with a sticky toffee pudding. So, uh, he's my lockdown hero this week.
1: That'd be nice. Dip your <laughs> pop a in it.
0: I did. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: That's... he pointed out, sorry, I interrupted um, you there. No, it's fine. He pointed out that KFC were releasing a short film slash promotional video. Yes. Um, and they'd recast <laughs> Colonel Sanders. Yeah, and he is being played by Mario Lopez, he of say by the Bell fame. A <laughs> C Slater. They've they've definitely glammed up. It's genius, Colonel Sanders. It's
0: a romantic and... thriller, I think. Okay. The tagline is a recipe <laughs> so, for seduction. Oh, the film's called a recipe yeah.
1: for seduction. I think. Um, so yeah, he's this this romantic lead with muscles, <laughs> and um, he sort of said, you know, what are the, what are the famous mascots or? Um, um, advertising icons could you recast with real people oh wow um shall i read a couple of let's do it see if i can see if i can find what he uh what he sent us again i've not got my phone prepared so uh, <laughs> that's all right i'll have to edit this bit i now. can cut it okay there's there's not many there's only a few so uh ronald mcdonald yeah is, is the biggest of them all really yeah definitely who's who's gonna play <sighs> We recasting him
0: i don't know that's a tough one isn't it because it's just a clown I,
1: yeah, I, well, yeah, but he's, I'm gonna make him Scottish. Okay. Um, oh, he's dead now. <laughs> Shit. Maybe we could. Maybe we could weekend at burners Sean Connery. Sean Connery is Ronald McDonald. I'll
0: take that. Yeah, that works. I tried. I was gonna try and do it in his accent then, but I'm not
1: gonna. <laughs> I, I was gonna. Yeah, I don't think I've got it in me. Either. <laughs> Tony the Tiger. Tony the Tiger. Yeah. Um. Are you doing him like CG, or are you costuming up a person? I'm CGing
0: him, and then Joe Exotic as the voice.
1: (laughs) I like that. Let's do it. (laughs) Yeah, love it. (laughs) Uh, The Jolly Green Giant. Peter Dinklage. (laughs) Yeah, I like it. That's very um, being John Malkovich. (laughs) (laughs) I'm up for it. So... But he's going to be massive, yeah. Because he's still going to be yeah. You CGI in him. he has got to be a so giant. I don't. But so he he'd be awesome for out anyone of outside of the UK. Because I don't know if this is a worldwide famous <laughs> thing that he advertises sweet corn. So yeah, <laughs> that's really Peter random. Dinklage. But he does. That's true. Yeah, Peter, Peter Dinklage is a great I'm idea. Up for it. Captain Birdseye. Captain Birdseye. He he of frozen fish and. Is he any relation that to sort of stuff? Colonel Sanders. Are they like? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they went to the same military school. Can we have
0: the other? Can we have the guy, um, the other guy from Saved by the Bell?
1: Oh, um, <laughs> What's his name? Zach or Screech?
0: Screech. Screech <laughs> would be a brilliant Captain Birdseye. Dustin Diamond. Dustin Diamond. Is it? Oh, isn't he yeah. in
1: prison? Is he in prison? Uh, I don't know if he's in prison. He did some sex videos, <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> Who hasn't?
0: <laughs> Probably Captain Birdseye. Captain well, Birdseye is Dustin Diamond, please. Done. We've got any other military men that
1: uh, Zach, Zach can play? <laughs> I can't think of What's any off name? the top of my head, but I'm sure there will be. Um, everyone's going to be shouting that. <laughs> they, isn't they they it? They are. Mark Paul Graslier. <laughs> that's it. Like that. That's back, isn't it? What is? Saved by the Bell. Is it? It's been rebooted. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you could watch it in this country, because it's on uh, an American streaming service. Is it Peacock? Yeah, that's uh, a NBC's? Yeah. I've seen the trailer. Really? Has it got any original bits? Yeah, Yeah, most of them. No way. Apart from Dustin Diamond because of said sex (laughs) Sex videos. (laughs) I'm definitely going to find that. Yeah, check the trailer out. I will do. I didn't even know that was a thing. The, um, something that I would really like to watch that is, again, also I don't think available in this country is, so another streaming service over in the States, Hulu, have released a load of new episodes of the Animaniacs. Oh, really? And I used to love that. Yeah, I I did. I did pinky in the brain yeah that sort of thing i'd love to be able to check that out i might have to see if i can find there'll be ways
0: there's always ways and means
1: yeah okay we should probably talk about this movie (laughs) we should probably
0: talk about the movie we keep waffling on people will turn off right they've downloaded it it's all
1: right (laughs) (laughs) it's
0: all right we're not netflix Right, this week we watched a film called Shimmer Lake. It's from 2017. It is a 15. It runs for 1 hour and 26 minutes. And it's currently rated at 6.3 on IMDb. Stars a guy called Benjamin Walker. He plays a character called Zeke. Most famous, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, most famous for being in Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, where he played Abraham Lincoln. Oh, uh, nice. Have you seen Abraham Lincoln Vampire no, Hunter? No, I've never seen it. I've seen it. It's alright. Um, he's also in In the Heart of the Sea, which was a Big film a few years ago. It's got quite a lot yeah. of The Avengers in. Tom Holland's definitely in it. Chris Hemsworth. And I oh, think right, Mark right. Ruffalo's in it as well. Oh, wow. Um, this film also stars Rain Wilson as Andy. Obviously most famous for The Office. The uh, American yeah. Office. Or, is it called The American Office or just called The Office? But it's in America. It's the Office. Yeah. Um, he's also in Juno with oh, course, um, yeah. Elliot Page. And he also stars in a film called Super. Oh, I've seen Super. Super's really good. I was going to ask you to see. Isn't too she too. in that as well? Yes, I think she is.
1: Isn't Elliot Page? You know? yeah. 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 He. Okay, oh, yeah. Sorry. Still getting used to that.
0: <laughs> um, and stars a lady called Stephanie Sigman. I didn't write down her character name. That's really bad of me. Steph. Yeah. And she was a Bond girl in Spectre. I've not seen that. In Spectre. In the film called <laughs> Spectre. Um, written and directed by a guy called Oren Oziel. And this is the only film he's ever directed, but he did write The Cloverfield Paradox. Oh, okay. Which was the third in the Cloverfield instalment? Yeah, the spacey one. Yes, it's really good. I really enjoy it. I think it's on Netflix. Ten Cloverfield Lane is definitely on Netflix. Um,
1: yeah, I think,
0: I think, I think,
1: I don't know if the first one is the other two are. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, he also has a writing credit on Twenty Two Jump Street. Yeah, they're, they're pretty fun. Yeah. those films, and he has a story creation credit for the new Mortal Kombat film that's coming next year. Oh, lovely! So uh, check him out. He's. he's He's written a, quite a lot of good stuff, but this is the only film he's ever directed, possibly for reasons. Um, <laughs> this one was also on the blacklist in 2009. So we've talked about the blacklist before.
1: So it's been hanging around for a, very long a good time. few years. Yeah, a very long time.
0: We talked about the blacklist. Blacklist is basically completed screenplays that people want made, but nobody dare make. I think that's basically how you describe it.
1: Yeah, they're the, the, the hottest. Top unmade screenplays. Unmade or unpurchased yeah. screenplays. And this
0: was on there in 2009. And it was made in 2017, so it was on there for a while.
1: Uh, do you have a one-word review? Echo Remis. What? <laughs> oh,
0: I get you. Because it's backwards. Shimmer Lake. This film's backwards. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I, fine. <laughs> it wasn't... Shall we say what we thought about the film at the beginning? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we should do the show backwards. So, next week... <laughs> <laughs> uh, did I don't know. I'm not sure... It's a gimmick. I,
0: I don't know you, if I needed it. No, you didn't need it, I don't think. It It's a gimmick where at the beginning of the film, you have no fucking clue what's going on. And by the end of the film, you know there's a twist coming. And it's, yeah. it's
1: just, it cannot be done any other way. It's impossible. I, it depends whether you think, I mean, it, it depends whether you think the, st- the story was strong enough to tell it the right way round, just as a thriller. Yeah.
0: Um, I think it, I'm going to talk about at the end. I think it handled its twist well. And I don't think it, that twist works if it's at the beginning of the film, but we'll get to that as we come through it, I suppose. But Sure. I didn't like the gimmick all the way through, and then at the end, I'm like, actually, it wouldn't have worked any other way. Yeah. So where does this film start, Nick? Uh, a lake. I've, I've written a shimmering lake. Shimmering. <laughs> <laughs> it does. We get zoomed in on a shimmering lake and cut straight to the title card. The title card's the very first thing you see. And we cut to a nice house. What did you think of? Oh no, that happens in a minute. Carry on. <laughs> okay, um, no. we get to the house. We go inside the house, and there's a body on the floor. Or I've written there's a body on the floor, but it turns out it's actually alive. Yeah. Um, and it kind of wakes up. This this film's set in chapters as well, so every day is its own chapter with its own chapter title. Um, yeah. What did
1: you think of that? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't, quite I didn't liked mind the it. little subtitles.
0: Yeah, I didn't mind it at all. To be fair, uh, the first one's called Friday. Andy heads to the lake. Which sounds like the name of a children's book. Do you know? Yeah, I I suppose it does, Andy it? heads to the lake. Um, it's very Toy Story, <laughs> and we meet Andy for the first time. Andy is Rain Wilson's character. He's not got a sh- he's not got a top on, and he's, he's in a basement. Yeah, he's, he's in the. He? I was gonna say he's in the basement of his house, kind of washing, washing himself. Yeah, and he can hear some voices upstairs, and
1: then a young girl makes her way down to the basement. Yeah, she's come to get her breakfast cereal. Yes and which is really i think it's really inconvenient storing it way down an awful place to store
0: your breakfast cereal it's not (laughs) like unless you've got like a big vat of it (laughs) and you need it in the basement why on earth are you putting it in the basement you've got to ladle it out every morning go all the way downstairs get your cereal take it all the way back upstairs pour your cereal then take it all the way downstairs again to put it back and then come all the way back up again to eat it
1: It's not efficient It's not
0: very much not efficient um she comes down the stairs um he covers her mouth and says it's me it's me it's me it turns out is he a dad
1: Yes. He's, he's, he's her dad. And he says to her, don't tell anyone you've seen daddy down here. Yeah, it's like, it's like our own little secret. Yeah.
0: And she doesn't, to be fair. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I can ride with that. I can deal with that. Um, when she goes back up the stairs, there's a policeman standing there and a lady, we presume, is her mum. It turns out it is her mum and the policeman is her uncle. Correct. And her dad's brother. And that is what an uncle is. <laughs> it could be her mum's brother. I suppose so. <laughs> uh, that is Zeke. That is uh, Benjamin Walker's character. He is—he's uh, the sheriff, yep. and they're talking about Andy being missing. They don't, nobody knows where he is. Yeah, uh, been gone a couple of days. Yeah, Sally heads back down. He knows that something's been going on in the basement
1: because he could hear voices. And she, well, it's kind of. See, I didn't like this straight away. <laughs> it was—it was too. This bit, I mean, yeah, this great. was too. Heavy-handed. Yeah, it was. She literally comes back up the up the stairs, this little girl, and he pounces, pounces on her. Sounds <laughs> right. He, but he does. He's in her face. He says, who are you talking to down yeah. there? And the mum kind of says, oh, she's got an imaginary friend. Yeah. But he was quite like... If he talks to her. He wasn't acting like he heard her talk. They have a scene
0: later on, and he talks to her like she's an adult. He does yeah. all the way through this film. He talks to her like she's like a grown adult. And he goes, she goes back in with it and later on, it really made me laugh. Yeah. But anyway, she goes back down to the basement to put her cereal back. And Zeke kind of follows her down there because he knows something's kicking off. Yeah. And he pulls it. He draws his gun and tells her to get out. So he knows something's going. He thinks Andy's down there because he's obviously suspicious. He's the show for this down and his brother's missing. We, we know no more of what's happened at this point.
1: Uh, this is what I mean, though, because he does go down there because he's suspicious. Why didn't he go down there straight away when the guard is still there?
0: Yeah, exactly, because he he misses Andy. Andy
1: hears a car drive off upstairs, doesn't he? They have a whole conversation between him before he actually goes and checks. Yeah, Yeah, it was clunky. It was a clunky start. It was clunky. So, yeah, as you say, Zeke's in the basement now. He hears tires screech and, yeah, a car going away very fast. (laughs) Going
0: away. Uh, It turns out somebody's nicked the next door neighbour's car. So, Zeke leaves. He goes off to pick up his partner. He gives the neighbour a lift. He gives the neighbour a lift to work. And I did quite like this running joke. Yeah, I did as well because it—you didn't know what was going on this first time because as his partner right. got in the car, he kind of screams and he gets really angry that he's got to sit in the back seat. Yeah, and we do was like, what the fuck? What's wrong with him? But it becomes a—it yeah. becomes a running joke, and it is actually quite funny because Zeke's given the neighbour a ride to work.
1: Yeah, so Reed his partner, has to go in the back. Yeah, uh, we have a quick
0: cut to a lady who we don't know who she is at this point. Um, and she's just packing a suitcase
1: she's applying some makeup as well she's got yeah. a bruised face but that's but yeah she's clearly getting ready to go somewhere we've not been introduced to him we don't know who she is at this point
0: zeke and his partner now i never i've written his partner all the way through this and i never once checked his name
1: <laughs> uh reed, reed. okay it's uh, played by adam pally who's in he's in the mindy project he's been in a few sitcoms. And there's a lot of comedic actors in this, actually. It's
0: actually... There's bits of it that are quite funny, though, to be fair. There are.
1: <laughs> there are, yeah. It, 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 is, it is a black comedy, isn't it? Yeah, but it has its moments.
0: It it isn't funny. But there's bits of it that are. Does that make sense? Am I talking bullshit? Yeah. here? No, it, it has its
1: moments. Yeah. I'm not sure... We'll, we'll come on to it. I'm not sure how well this hangs together as a whole... Agreed. ...piece. Um... <laughs> Zeke and his partner
0: meet up with two feds,
1: and yep. uh, they're at a judge's house. So, the FBI agents are played by Rob Cordroy, who you'd know from Hot Tub Time Machine. Uh, he was in Community quite a bit. He's He's been in loads of Ballers stuff. with The Rock. And yeah, That's and where I knew him from. Ron Livingston, who I always enjoy him and stuff <laughs> i think he's i think he's really underrated so he was in office space yeah uh he was in band of brothers where he was doing some more serious stuff um again a re- recognizable face and I, I always think it's a pleasure to see him to be honest
0: yeah they were they were both really good in this actually yeah uh the scene later on where they explain who they are i thought was really interesting they're really funny yeah um as they get to this, they've gone to investigate. They're we know they're investigating something again. At this point, we don't know what, um, but there's two. There's a sheriff a deputy sheriff and two feds now. So we know something's kicking off, and they're at this judge's house. Yeah. And when they get there, the
1: doors open, they, and they kind of, again, a bit clumsily, but in their conversation, it is the exposition. Exposition is given to us that they're they're at the home of Judge Dawkins, yep. and he owns a bank. The bank got robbed a few days ago.
0: Yeah. So we kind of know where we're heading towards now. Yeah. Um, the doors open. So they they go inside. Check out what's going on. They all, all four of them draw their guns. And they get to the stairs and there's a big blood spatter on the stairs. Sure. And when they head upstairs, they find Judge Dawkins dead in a pool of blood. Appears to have been shot. Yeah, I would say so. And we leave him there, kind of. Um, we cut to Andy. He's at a lake. The lake that we saw earlier on. And he's got a huge bag. We don't know what's in yeah. the bag at this point, but he throws it into the undergrowth. We kind of leave him there.
1: Uh, we then cut to the woman who we saw earlier. She is standing in front of a gravestone, and it is of a child who was five, because we get a lingering shot on the uh, on the dates on the gravestone. Yeah.
0: Uh, cut back to the sheriff's office. All four of them are now back in the sheriff's office and they're printing out some wanted posters. And on the wanted posters are Andy's face and a guy called Ed. Yeah. And they, they, this is the two guys that they're looking for in connection with this bank robbery. And we know that Andy is, Ed, is Zeke's brother. So it must be quite awkward for the sheriff to be
1: searching for his own brother. And Zeke's sort of saying, isn't he? You've got, you've got it wrong. Andy's my brother. He's a patsy. Yeah. I know, he's still going to yeah, be he, here somewhere. He's like, I know he
0: he's, was there, but... Yeah. This is, there's no way he's fled the town or anything. And the the feds are convinced that Ed and Andy are still together. Yeah. So they're working off that. And um, then we cut back to Andy, back at the lake again. And this lady that we've been talking about before, she arrives at the lake. Yeah. And it looks like she's about to pick him up. She He drops the bag in the back of her car. And he goes around to the door. And then an arm pops out of the window and shoots him.
1: Yeah, he shoots him dead. Died. yeah, he's killed. Um, the the again a bit clunky. I thought the arm extends out of the car, and a very lingering shot on a distinguishing tattoo. Yes, on the forearm of the shooter, and it said "State Champs," whatever year it was. I can't remember. Um, but obviously, we yeah. don't know at this point who that was. No.
0: Um, and then we cut to Thursday, and yeah. this is the second chapter of the film, and the title is Judge Dawkins Calls an Old Friend. So we're going back, back in, time. in time. So we've seen what happens at the end now, and we're moving back towards... It's not all five days, is it? It starts on a Tuesday. Yes, that's right. <laughs> it does. It, it, the, the bank robbery happens on the by, Tuesday. By, by saying start, you mean end. Andy,
1: yes, but yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean.
0: Huh. Andy shows up kind of flustered uh, at Steph, as a, as Steph's house,
1: Yes, yep. and he says Judge Dawkins has got the money. Yep. And he's somehow, for some reason, spent the night in a junkyard, have written down. Yeah, and, and she seems quite... She seems in charge of this situation. Yeah. Because she gives him a gun and says, sort it out, go and get the money. Yep.
0: Uh, cut to Zeke. He's with Andy's wife, Martha. Yes. Yes. And they're having a, <laughs> they're having a chat about Andy. Um, Zeke says, he look, he's, he doesn't think Andy is involved, but he can't promise anything and she should probably start to think about moving on
1: there's another running joke isn't there that starts at start? so he uh, zeke is appalled by the food that martha Wait, it did look rank, uh, to be fair so it, i was going to say it is the best sim- cinematography in this movie is probably how horrible they make the food look <laughs> she's she cooks all this fried chicken yeah, and just meat it's soggy and, and yeah horrible greasy and yeah. <laughs> He
0: has a bit of an argument with the daughter, and he, he decides he's going to take her for a drive in the police car. He basically vents vents at her yeah. Just... So he takes her for a drive in the police car, and it, 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 like I said earlier, he talks like she's an an adult to her, so he's venting his yeah. frustrations at her. He's saying he's trying to clean up the town. You he know, he calls it's... himself the only clean person in a dirty town. Yeah, and he goes to pick his partner up again, and obviously his partner's now got to go in the back seat because the kid's in the front. <laughs> and I, I like it. it. Good you joke. Say it.
1: Solid. I haven't got no. Oh, what, what? I thought you so were going to say what she said. No, no, no. You go. I for can't that. remember I how it, it came up down. though. It's they were talking about Andy, I think. Reed Reed comes up and says, basically, can you move? Do you want to move in the back, and I sit in the front.
0: Yeah, but the, he, for some reason, before that, they had a conversation. Him and the young girl, who's about five, had yeah. a conversation, and he described somebody as a fat fucking bastard. Yeah, I can't remember who he might have been talking about. Andy. Um, so when the partner asks the, the young girl to get in the back so he can get in the front, she's like, no, get in the back yourself, you fat fucking bastard. And it really <laughs> made me like, I love it when kids swear. There's just something funny about it. I'm sure you don't feel the same, but... No, it, it was done really well in this. It was funny. <laughs> it is funny. And I'd love it if I ever heard you a kid swear. It would just make my day. <laughs> but that would never happen because they're well
1: behaved. Ma- but she was really venomous with it as well. And it was... It was... Funny. It was.
0: She just called him a fat fucking bastard. It was. It was funny. It was the funniest bit of the film. Um, cut back to Steph. She is. Did she find some trainers, or did she get some trainers from somewhere? I think I missed a bit
1: because <laughs> like, uh, i like, th- I think she was. She was. Right, what happened? I was, think whilst I was laughing she, at that girl saying that, I missed this bit. <laughs> so she's in a. Uh, she's opening a closet. Yeah. And and she sets an iron. On the top of the door. Yeah, I saw that bit. So, so just as she's prepping that, she finds these trainers in the cupboard. Presumably, they were they were going to be a gift. She was going to give her kid. Yeah. Ah, okay, that makes um, sense. But he then died, so you can't have <laughs> your trainers. And <laughs> <laughs> so, so she set this iron up on the door. Yeah. And and she's she's standing underneath it. She opens the door. The iron brains are on the head. Yeah. So that's how she got the injury that we saw her covering over. The next day. Or the that's, previous yeah. previous
0: next day. <laughs> yeah. Um, because she is in a relationship with this guy, Ed, who we've not met yet. Yes. And um, she's obviously trying to make out that he's attacked her or something, but we don't know because we're not there yet.
1: Um, uh, th- There's some news on the background. Yeah. On in the background. And the, the the local news specifically names Ed and Andy as these two suspects yep. associated with this bank robbery that the police are looking for. And the news reporter is at, is it a motel? Yes. And. Is that rain? I quite like this. Is that rain I can hear? Yeah, can you hear yeah, it? Yeah, I
0: can hear it in your background. I can't yes, hear it here, but I can hear it in your background.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, so this news report's going on, there's a local reporter on the scene, and in the background of the news report, the two FBI agents and the two policemen walk past, and then the movie sort of cuts to them cuts to, yeah. with the news reporter behind them. I just thought, ah, oh, that's a bit that's different. That's quite clever, yeah.
0: Um, yeah.
1: There's been a body found at this hotel. Sure. Um, when
0: they walk in, one of the partner, what's his name? Reed Reid, he kind of walks out in disgust. And Zeke explains that, look, we don't get many dead bodies here. It's a small town. And we know this guy. And this is, what was his name? Chris? Yes, it was, yeah. yeah. And he has a connection to Ed. and yeah, They both used to they used to run a meth lab. Yeah, basically. And Andy was the prosecutor for their case.
1: Yes. So there's a connection there between this guy who's dead in the hotel and Ed and Andy who are both missing. And it basically turns out further in this conversation that... Um, Ed's son, who is uh, clearly the the same son that this this woman has been mourning, died in an accident at this meth lab, yeah. and Andy helped Ed get a, a lenient sentence. Basically, yeah. he was he was. Uh, suggestion is here that he was bribed. Yeah,
0: the the yeah the rumor is that he was paid off. Uh, did he did he say he got eight months? Something yeah, something similar like that. to that, wasn't it? Then they go and meet Steph. The two cops go off to meet Steph. Um, well, no, She did she call them? Yeah, she did. Because the partner comes back in and he says, oh, Steph's been on the phone. Because obviously, this yeah. is a small town. She's, they all know each other.
1: And yeah. she's reporting the fact so, that Ed's been to the house and has beat her up. Yeah, and left with all the money. Left with the money, yeah. Uh, and he's told, her she, he, he's told her he's going to Mexico. Yes, uh,
0: but he's got one more thing to take care of first. They obviously all assume that Andy's the thing that he's going to have to take care of. Sure. Um, they have that conversation. Which lines up with what we saw at the start. Yes. Andy makes a phone call at this point to Zeke who manages to get away from the rest of the cops and they have a bit of a chat. Um, He tells Zeke that he's in Mexico but he clearly isn't in Mexico. Um, (laughs) And he says he never took Ed's money. He was never bribed. And Zeke's like, well, you definitely were. It's obvious. And eventually Andy admits it. He was like, yeah, I was. It's true. I did take this money. Um, And Zeke's Zeke's kind of persuading him to turn himself in. He's like, if you don't turn yourself in, I can't help you. You'll have to just face the consequences. And then Zeke hands up on Andy. And then he goes back to the other cops and he lies to his partner about who was on the phone. But the partner is, yeah. isn't stupid and he clearly knows. Um, and then we cut to the judge. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, he's on the phone to somebody. Uh, who Do we know who he was on the phone to? Yeah, he was He was on the phone to... Um, he was asking for some company. So it was it was of the, course, the yeah, person yeah. who later joins him. <laughs> so he's basically paid a, a grand for someone to come and keep him company, shall we say? <laughs> we'll
0: find out who that was in a minute. Um, this is the point where Martha's make some, made some fried chicken, and it looks a rank. Oh, it's horrible. And
1: it does. It looks really like skin is really like, slopping, slopping and wet. off it. Yeah, it's
0: all wet. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing worse than wet chicken. <laughs> Sally, who's the young girl, asks Zeke if she's his new daddy. She's her new daddy. He's her new daddy. I'll say that right. <laughs> <laughs> Zeke says you don't need a new daddy. Your, da- your old one will be back in a minute Yeah, oh, yeah. at some point. And then we cut back to Judge Dawkins, and he's now in bed with a very young looking dude. Yeah. and With like green yeah, hair. Like a little rent boy. And they're doing some drugs together. They're, they've clearly been uh, entertaining themselves with some naughtiness. Uh, but little unbeknownst to them, Andy has broken in, and he's downstairs. And this and judge
1: guy just leaves his door open all the time. Yeah, exactly that. And also his house door. Yeah. <laughs> Talking of leaving doors open,
0: uh, the rent boy at this point says that he needs to go for a shit. <laughs> <So> he... <laughs> Apparently, the...
1: it's like it's the meth. It's it's not good for my
0: stomach. <laughs> uh, the, the, I didn't like this scene. I thought it was a bit too silly. It, it's completely out of place with the rest of the film. Um, Andy bursts in as just as the rent boys shut the bathroom door. He instantly finds the money, which was not well hidden. It was literally just under the bed. They have a bit of a fight, don't they? The two of them they have a bit of a scuffle between them. All the time, this rent boy's still pooing.
1: (laughs) He's trying not to. Yeah. He's trying to hold it in.
0: But And Dawkins says to Andy, look, because Andy goes to open the door because he hears a noise. And he's like, don't open that door. Whatever you do, don't open that door. Things will never be the same again if you open that door. But obviously, Andy does open the door. And in there, he sees a naked, shitting, young boy. (laughs) you're making it sound funnier than it was i'm trying to make it sound funnier than it was because it was the funniest bit of the film and it was so out of place then we get we cut kind of to that guy's perspective so all you can see is outside the toilet door now
1: yeah you can just see see them like the frame of the door you can see
0: them scuffling between them and then suddenly the gun goes off dawkins stands up which is a surprise to everybody um he's got a bit of blood on him and then he starts rambling about his slippers yeah it remind. it's like
1: a comedy version of that scene in breaking bad where gus fring dies
0: breaking bad spoiler apologies
1: exactly exactly. and then he turns around and there's quite a half his head he's got a gaping wound and i was like i was like whoa! i didn't see like i wasn't expecting just that random bit of gore
0: (laughs) it just came out of nowhere and in the most comedy scene in the film there's a massive bit of gore and eventually, the guy just collapses to the floor. He he's he survived originally, and he was ranting about needing some slippers. And then he just collapses to the floor.
1: <laughs> he's like, Barbara? Where's my slippers?
0: <laughs> um, Andy gets grabs the rent boy out of the toilet, and he held. <laughs> <laughs> what <a> sentence! <laughs> Something I never thought I'd say. Um, he's he's threatening to shoot him, and obviously the guy's begging for his life. And eventually, Andy lets him go. Yeah, he can't he can't <laughs> um, finish off the rent boy, can he? <laughs> he can't kill somebody in cold blood, and no. Andy leaves with all the money, so we know now where he got the big bag from and what was in the big bag. The feds are staking out this house badly, Oh, oh they're staking out Steph's house.
1: Yeah, they are. Yeah, and then this naked rent boy just runs past them.
0: Yeah, so they must live quite And then quite again, close it
1: ties in. It, it ties into a joke. The setup was earlier in the film because the the first time we meet the feds, Ron Livingston's character is like, oh, "I saw this naked kid last night. What was getting?" But is it, the other fed had missed yeah. it because he was looking for something in the car? And actually, they're the bits I like most about this film with those little yeah, jokes. The, like where that. the
0: punchline comes first, and then you get the I, setup afterwards. I, yeah,
1: I didn't care for the for the way it used this to propel the story, but I did like I did enjoy the way it set up these little jokes. Yeah, agreed. And
0: then we cut to Wednesday. Um, Wednesday is. Entitled Chris Morrow gets in over his head. Sure. <laughs> and we meet Chris. Have we met Chris before?
1: Apart uh, from when only he was a dead. dead version. So this is a live <laughs> Chris
0: now, and so he's, this is the guy they found on the motel yeah. floor. Um, he wakes up in a car. Um, turns out he's sitting next to Andy, who's also asleep in the car. And he wakes Andy up, which was also quite funny because he was he was <laughs> trying to do it quietly. Then he just made a big bird noise and woke him up.
1: <laughs> um, it would be fair to say Chris is.
0: Not quite. all Yeah, he's not the full ticket, and but he's panicking. He's proper panicking at this point because he say he says to Andy, "Ed fucked us last night," and oh no, Andy says that to Chris, and Chris doesn't believe the fact that Ed would do that to them because they're, they're mates. Yeah, um, and they turn <laughs> they turn the radio on, and Andy says to him, "Turn the radio on," obviously implying let's hear some news, see what's going on, and Chris just turned some music on, and that made me <laughs> chuckle a little bit as well. And they hear about Zeke being shot on the radio because Zeke had been shot. We haven't mentioned that. But yeah, he had a very. Well, yeah, we didn't know. This is the first time we had. Yeah, because Zeke's been in this
1: film all the way through, and has, doesn't appear to have any ill effects from this gunshot wound. He might have favoured his shoulder a couple yeah. of times, but it, we've not seen any evidence yeah. of it up until. So now. It
0: turned out during the bank robbery, Zeke had accidentally Zeke had got shot, and and
1: again, all three of them are named. Yeah specifically as suspects that are being looked yeah, for. Yeah, Andy and Chris.
0: Um, Ed, and, yeah. Andy wants to go off and call Zeke to make sure he's okay. Yeah. And he tells Chris, go and hide the car. Um, park it in one of these... We're in the middle of nowhere. Park it in one of these barns or something. Wait there with yeah. the car. Don't go anywhere else. And then meet me in the junkyard at 10 o'clock. Sure. Sure. Um, then we cut to Zeke and for this, and for this scene, we now he's in agony. <laughs> we now know that he's been shot, so we have to pr- prove that, I guess. He's trying to put his gun back together, and he's taking some painkillers. Yeah. But I, I was like, he's not showed any signs of that all the way through this. He got over it like no. within a day.
1: Yeah, Um <laughs> had a good. The, the The third day was the recovery day. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, and he goes to pick up his partner, and
0: unfortunately, when he gets there, he can't. His partner can't get in the car because Steph's in the front seat. <laughs> so this is the third time now, but obviously he gets less and less angry all the time, all the way through. So it's quite, yeah. it's quite funny. Um, Zeke once the meet Zeke meets with the feds, who we find out at this point are yep. called Kyle, Kirk and Kyle.
1: They they introduce themselves, and this was a, a real nice, slick exchange. Yeah. What's
0: the other guy called? Because he, this was his highlight who? in the film. The guy's not Ron Livingston.
1: Oh, I don't know. Oh, Rob, Rob Corddry. Corddry. In real life, yeah, you mean? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was. Um, this was his shining moment in this film. I thought, I thought it was really good.
1: And um, I, don't, I, I won't be able to do it justice. No. But um, but but basically, Zeke says to them, "Look, we de- we're a small town. Everyone knows each other. I can solve this. Yeah. Um, I am quite happy for you guys to come along. You can have all the credit, but just don't get in my way." Let me take care of it, and then you guys can ride off into the sunset, saying you've solved the case. Yeah. And and a recording, his 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 character says, "Look, we're not the A team. <laughs> we're not the B team. We're like the B team to the D team." <laughs> and, he, and he basically says, "We're not interested in this. We're quite happy for you to do all the work. <laughs> yeah, we've
0: just been sent here to. And we'll take the credit. Yeah, we've just been sent here." We... We don't want to be doing it. We're not, we're not bothered. The money's insured anyway. Nobody really cares. Yeah. Um, but it, it was a shy... The way he explained it, it was... Rob Cordroy always plays those sort of characters, and he played it really well. No, it was nice. It was nice. <laughs> Basically, they're, they're only there because they have to be there. Yeah. Um. So they decide to head over to Chris's place to investigate his, like, house, I guess, or caravan that he lives in. Yeah, yeah. And the four of them do. And when they get there, Andy's car's parked there, which is incriminating, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, sure they search his place um, he's not there Um, they find somebody lying in the bed of his house though or his caravan
1: they
0: do and they they all draw their guns they pull back the blanket and there's a sex doll there with a jumper on that's got Steph written on it (laughs) but spelt wrong which I thought was quite funny so Steph we obviously know now that Chris has got a bit of a crush on Steph and in the very next scene Steph calls Chris uh, Was well, because he's sitting in a barn with his car waiting for. Yeah, he's done. He's, done he's what, done Andy's what Andy's asked, asked him to, to do. be fair, so Steph calls him and says,
1: "I need to meet you. Come to the motel." Yeah, he says she. Says I'm with Ed. Yeah, we've got the money. Get over here and we'll split it yeah. up. Uh, and she says, "Come alone because Ed doesn't trust Andy." Yeah. So we know at this point that she's kind of playing everybody
0: now. We kind of. She seems to be calling us. Yeah, we here. seem to know what's going on um later that day zeke is eating dinner with martha and sally again again looked rank um and martha's saying look i don't think it's andy i don't think andy's involved in this
1: and zeke's like i saw him with my own eyes it's def- he's yeah, definitely he's definitely involved it's very terse isn't it compared to their later yeah. meetings um and we go
0: to we follow chris now and he goes to meet steph at this hotel and she's kind of teasing him a little bit she makes him put his he took a gun with him, and she makes him put the gun down. She got the money as well at this point. Yeah, yeah. it's it's difficult to keep track of where the money is because it moves around a lot, but backwards, so you don't you don't really know who's got it at any point. So she's teasing him a little bit, and she actually she knows she obviously knows he's got this crush on her, and she gets undressed in front of him and heads into the shower, and she completely lets him watch. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's definitely trying to uh, intimidate him. But while she's in the shower, our old mate Judge Dawkins shows up. He's also been
1: called to this yeah. game. And she just winds them both Yeah, she does. She, she knows how to play both of their bells. That sounds right. So, <laughs> Steph, Steph basically, uh, it comes out in this conversation that Steph and Ed have an incriminating tape yep. of the judge, which I think we can guess what's on that. <laughs> and um, she tells him, she tells the judge, you need to hold on to this cash for a couple of days, while everything cools down. Uh, And she says, in a couple of days, we will bring you the tape, you can give us the cash back, and we're all square. The
0: judge has a bit of a panic though, doesn't
1: he? And Chris kind of sets on him a little bit. Yeah,
0: because they're both surprised the ones there. So, the judge picks up the gun, and Chris is like, almost confronting him about being there. Yeah. And, the gun's a machine gun, I should point out. And it accidentally goes off. And, rips through Chris, rips through the wall of the hotel, but completely misses Steph. It was very lucky <laughs> that she... It was very uh, lucky. It was a whole wall was riddled with bullet been holes. And Chris, was, Bulletproof. Chris was riddled with bullet holes, but Steph got away scot-free. Um, so the judge leaves with the money. We Because we know the judge later had the money when Andy shot him. And Steph leaves. She leaves Chris there, lying on the floor, dead. And it was quite obvious that she knew what was going to happen.
1: She set that up completely. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so he manipulated the
0: pair <laughs> of them. Um, cut to the next scene. Andy's in the junkyard and it's, he's waiting for Chris, but obviously Chris is going to stand him up because he's dead now. And we cut back to Judge Dawkins, who's now in bed with a lady. Uh, his, <laughs> his wife. wife yeah. <laughs> um, he explains that he wants to take her away for the weekend, but that she she should go first and he will join her in a couple of days. Yeah,
1: get all set yeah, up. get it all set up. Uh, it's...
0: Stashes the, uh, the cash under yeah, the bed. He basically bed.
1: wants to get her out of the way because he knows
0: shit's about to go down, I guess. Plus he wants yeah. to have a bit of time with his rent boy. <laughs> um, he has a bit of a cry in front of his wife as well, doesn't he? He does. Um, he. And then we cut to Tuesday. So this is the day where it all kicks off. And the Tuesday is called Ed Burton Makes a Choice. They all sound like kids' TV, kids' books. <laughs> they kids do Kids' reading books. <laughs> Um, and the day starts with Steph and Ed together, and they're talking about how today's the big day, and now this is what everything they've
1: planned. Yeah, they argue a bit about the dead kid, yeah, don't they? Yeah, Ed
0: doesn't want Ed. Turns out Ed doesn't want to do it, but he kind of has to. Yeah. And Steph says, Steph basically outright says to him, I blame you for killing my son. And
1: because it was his yeah. fault, from what we <laughs> yeah. hear.
0: And he's like, it was my son as well, blah, blah, blah. They have a proper big argument, and he eventually leaves. Cut to Andy and Martha and Sally having their family breakfast together and there's tension in this he, family, I guess. He's, he's horrible.
1: A, he makes every he makes everyone he's cry. A dick. <laughs> I've written he's a dick. Um, he can't go to the dance recital because he's robbing the bank. <laughs> Not that he tells him that, but he's got he's got other plans for the yeah. evening. Then we cut to Zeke going to pick up Reed for the yeah. day at work. And this time Ed is in front of the cops. Yes. Um because Reed's Reed sort of passed him by and said, Oh, get in i'll give yeah. you a lift uh to see a parole officer yeah i think it? that's where he was heading so he said he used to
0: be the high school quarterback when they were all at school together and he was like, yeah
1: and then we have a um yeah I have a conversation with the three of them so the two cops and ed and they were all on the same high school football yeah. team
0: but one's ripping the crap out that they're all ripping the crap out of the partner aren't they yeah uh this is where we find out that ed's blackmailing dawkins now Cause, yeah, yeah it is because ed calls Cause they have, and a, phone they have a phone call and Ed's trying to get the combination for the safe out of him. Yeah. Because remember, Dawkins owns the bank. Remember that. Correct. Um, so, he Correct. Managed, so he's got this tape of Dawkins with this, presumably, is a sex tape. And he's blackmailing him over it. And he, he does eventually get the safe combination. He's going to gonna dust and
1: diamond him. <laughs> <then. laughs>
0: Cut to Andy, Ed, and Chris. This is the first time we see them all together. And they're in Ed's house and they're kind of sinking their watches together. And they're all a bit tense. They're all a bit highly strong. And yeah. this is where the point where we find out the roles. So Chris is going to be the getaway driver. Andy's going to be the lookout and Eddie's going to do the majority of the work inside the bank. Um, Andy calls Zeke the stupidest cop in history in this scene. And, and he does, they've yeah. obviously got some tension between them and you, you don't really get that for the rest of the film. You, you you don't see much from Andy's point of view until we get to this day. Yeah. And, and basically killed the, from the, the,
1: from the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it, it, the film slowly reveals what an absolute piece of yeah. work he is. <laughs> he's an absolute douchebag. <laughs> really um, and yeah, we basically find out that the planet is—it's uh, a small town. The bank is basically got a load of money in there, ready to pay out crop profits yeah. to all the local farmers the next day. Yeah. Um, so
0: Zeke has to spend the night there as like a yeah, security guard, basically. Yeah. So they can overpower him. They've got the combination for the safe. It's an old school bank. There's no technology in there. Sure. And they'll, they'll overpower Zeke, open the vault, take the money, and get away with it. Yeah. Um. So we cut to Zeke then heading over to the bank. Uh, he's clocking in for the night. Dawkins is just in the middle of locking it all up, getting everything ready. And Dawkins is as about as subtle as a house brick at this point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he obviously knows the bank's going to be robbed that night. So... He implies to Zeke that look, if anything should happen tonight, I wouldn't be against you shooting people. Should yeah, the bank he be actually says to him shoot first, ask questions later, I, I will support you. I'm the you, judge. Basically. You're not gonna nothing's gonna happen. I'm the judge. It's very, very unsubtle. <laughs> and then the bank robbery starts. And after Dawkins has left, the three guys burst in. Zeke completely keeps his cool. It's not Phased I did in the quite slightest, like how he played it. Yeah, he played it completely straight. Yeah. Um, Ed can't get the door open because
1: he can't read his own writing through his mask that he's wearing. And Andy can't like disable the CCTV. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a bit slapstick. Yeah, a little bit.
0: Does he end up just whacking it until it goes
1: off? <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, and then he goes and does his lookout job.
0: Yeah. Zeke, Zeke says to Ed, "Look, your mask's not doing anything. I know exactly who you are. What you why are you even wearing a mask? We went to school together." And Andy says, "I'm not Ed." I'm. And Ed says, "I'm not Ed. I'm Doug Schwarzenegger." Oh no, a younger. It really else. made me laugh. And eventually, Zeke helps him get into the vault. He actually reads out the combination to him. Yeah,
1: it's, yeah. It's like, I'm not going to uh, get into. And Zeke says, "Look, it doesn't matter. It's all insured." Yeah, Just take it.
0: Take it. We'll get it yeah, back. It's fine. Don't worry about it.
1: It comes. Ed pulls the gun on Zeke, doesn't it? At the one point,
0: and yeah, and the, but then he admits that he's not capable of killing people. And Zeke says to him, well, "You killed Ed Junior pretty good." And you're like, wow. (laughs) And Ed freaks out at that point. He loses his shit a little bit. Um, He tries to lock Zeke in the vault. He's like, the vault's open, now. get in there. And Zeke's like, what if I suffocate in there? He's, He's winding him up at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. And eventually Zeke shoots him. Zeke shoots Ed. And at this point, Steph walks out. So this is all part of the plan. And the twist is being revealed. And it turns out Zeke and Steph are in on this. They knew it was going to happen. And they're getting Ed back for what he did to her son. Yeah. And Ed's lying on the floor. He's like, it was my son as well. And Zeke's like, it wasn't. It's mine. Like, Ooh, a twist. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it turns out Zeke is the father of the of Ed Jr. who was killed. And Ed is not the father. And Zeke, this is their payback for him killing Zeke, I guess. Uh, killing Ed
1: Jr. Yeah. And then Zeke kills Ed. He does. So he explains his plan uh, and then he pops a cap right into Ed's head yep. and they wrap him up. Um, Zeke injects himself, doesn't he, yep. with a painkiller? Yeah. Well, it kind of numbs um, his arm, doesn't it? It's like an yep. anti, and what do they call him? I don't know. Yes, one of them. Anesthetic. And then, <laughs> and then St- Steph shoots him in the arm. Yes. In the shoulder.
0: And he's like, I didn't feel a thing. That was great. That anesthetic worked really well. Um, obviously, Andy and Chris have heard the gunshots that's going on inside, so they know shit's gone yeah. shit's gone down, so they leg it, and they kind flee yeah. in, in, in Chris's car. Zeke and Steph load Ed's body up into the boot of Steph's car, and she drives off. Ed goes back into the bank. Uh, Zeke goes back into the bank, sorry, and kind of lies down. Well, he sets off the alarm, doesn't he, for the bank, and then kind of lies down in the blood spatter yeah. until his partner shows up and re- and reveals the crime basically. So it looks like Zeke's been shot. Ed, Andy, and Chris have all fleed. Um, Some of the cops pull over Andy and Chris's car. Uh, This is like bumbling cop moment. But they get a call (laughs) that the bank's being robbed. So they're like, oh, this is your lucky day, lads, and let them go. And then they head over to the bank. And... Yeah. Zeke describes the car they went off in. Yeah. And the
1: cop's like, oh, we just stopped them.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) Zeke explains. Zeke says it's it's Ed, Chris, and Andy. He knows exactly who it was. Zeke says to his partner, this is about Ed Junior, and his partner says, don't worry about it, we will get him. And Zeke ends the film with one final line where he says, as far as I'm concerned, he's already got.
1: Yeah. And the film ends. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and obviously, um, we saw, we probably, probably should have mentioned, whilst um, Zeke was injecting himself with the uh, um anaesthetic, you could clearly see on his forearm a state champ's yeah. tattoo. Yeah, yeah. So he was the one and at the beginning of the film that killed Andy. His brother. his brother.
0: Yeah. There you go. So Steph and Zeke drive off into the sunset with the money. But they did that at the beginning of the beginning of the film rather than at the end. Sure. <laughs> Thoughts?
1: Look, it was okay. fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how <laughs> it, I would
0: describe it. It's fine. It's it's yeah. not going to win any awards. It's not shaking any trees. This, Like I said at the beginning, this sort of film is paint by numbers. You know you're not going to know what's going on at the beginning. And you know you're getting a twist at the end
1: simple it's it's gimmicky it's it is funny it did make me chuckle quite a yeah. lot but it, it was the little bits that made me chuckle i wasn't that invested in the actual story, story. No. I, I didn't really care who did it to be <laughs> honest and i wasn't the twist didn't do much for me no. you know it was it, it was, it was fine, fine but it it didn't yeah, it's a paint. It, it, it didn't knock my socks off. Not even one sock. It's paint
0: by numbers for this genre of film. It's it's just it is what it is. I, I, for the first 25, twenty five minutes, twenty twenty five minutes, I hated it. I was like, I have no clue what's going on. Who any of these people are. But then as the film gradually went on, you kind of pick up the story and you. I did get into it a little bit, and by the end, I was like, yeah, that wasn't too bad, but, I just. I would have liked got to
1: person. I I was I was going to say I. I would have liked personally to have seen more of the interaction between the two cops and the two FBI agents because I thought that's when it was at its best Agreed. when those four were on screen together.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. They, that they, those four were the, the
1: highlights of it. Rain Wilson wasn't in as much as I expected, and I wasn't that enamoured with him when he wasn't. No, in. He was just a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This,
0: this film, this style of film, is difficult to get right, and. Once it's being done perfectly, if you compare it to a film like Memento, that's like the perfect way to do this film.
1: And yeah, and that's obviously you can't not a lot compare it. Yeah, it is, but you can't not compare it, can you? And so, but I tell you what, I will compare it. Okay. to. something that we've talked about a few weeks ago, and I enjoyed a lot more. Yeah, uh, and that's that Simon Pegg movie, the Hitman movie. Yep. was it Kill Me, Kill three, Me times? three Times? Yeah, that is it's not quite as complex and interwoven as this one is, but it's, it's a similar sort of non-linear. Yeah. Um, you know, different viewpoints, movie,
0: similar comedy stylings lower, lower as well. Budget.
1: Yeah. Much preferred that. Yeah. That's a better version this. of this
0: film. That's a very good point.
1: It was funnier. It was that had more charm yeah um yeah the, the, like i said there was moments of this i i really thought yeah that's that's you know there's some well-crafted jokes <laughs> in here um and and those four performances i liked but yeah it's it's pretty, pretty middle of the road the, for me this the bit one. where
0: the kid swears made me belly laugh but kids yeah. swearing <laughs> makes me belly laugh it's you, any film would do that if hot butt added kids swearing in it i'd probably laugh at it i think i think it probably <laughs> <Fine>. did <laughs> anything else you want to say about it or should we move on to the stream table no, I'm good.
1: I'm good. Let's move on then. Do
0: you want me to run through the stream table?
1: Yeah, we've still got
0: enough in there to do the whole thing. Well, we? This will be the eleventh film of the season. So okay. currently at number ten is Malevolent, at number nine is Life Force, and number eight is I Boy. Number seven is Results. Number six is Hungerford. Number five is Would You Rather. Number four is the Discovery. Three is Catfight. Two is Lost Bullet, and still at number one is Calibre. What are you thinking?
1: I'm thinking I'm probably dropping this underneath last week's movie. Underneath Rather? Yeah.
0: But better than Hungerford?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: I think I've got a nostalgic like for Hungerford. I feel like I like it more now than I did at the time, <laughs> okay. and I don't know why. I always feel a bit gutted when we put stuff above it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm probably remembering it better than it actually was. Oh, It's an, it's, it's, it's an awful film. It's a terrible it's one, film, of the but
1: it's just... It's one of the worst films I've seen, but it's also... It's got a charm, hasn't it? One of the funnest <laughs> <It's just got laughs> films a charm I've seen this season. It really
0: has. <laughs> um, So, Below Would You Rather and Above Hungerford. I, I, that feels
1: fair. I don't know. Have you got a vastly different idea? No,
0: not vastly different. I think it's it's better than the results, definitely.
1: It, it's, it's Hungerford that's
0: tripping me up, and I can't... I'm happy with putting it there. Let's put it Above Hungerford below would you rather i think that's fair okay yeah i think, I so. think so i think you I think you're right on that do you want to turn the tide on it um i'm gonna be honest i till i've just said that i have not given that any
1: thought so you you uh, talk no, me, li- <laughs> me neither but i'm gonna go with okay. it so i i i would like this to have more the strength of convictions in its own story and i don't know if i needed this to be backwards basically i'm 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 unraveling in it playing it forward and maybe playing it more as a bit more as a leaning more on the comedic stuff because that's the bit of this that i liked and when it hit the right beats with the with the jokes it worked for me so i want want more of that this film
0: does work in the right order you could watch it backwards and it does work it's just you lose that twist because you, you're going to know from the beginning that Zeke's been involved. But does that make it more interesting? Following his scenes, knowing that he knows all about it. Yeah, quite possibly. Interesting. Um, it could be. It'd be really um, easy also, to recut the right way around as well because of those chapters. You just yeah. flip
1: them. Uh, and I don't know if I'm recasting him, but I'm definitely redirecting Rain Wilson because I kind of felt he was in a different movie. Yeah. Because he's he's very. He's the straight man, isn't he? His performance is, is, is very different to everyone else's. Yeah. There's, He's in a dark, tetchy film, <laughs> and everyone else is in a black, black comedy. comedy. That's a good point. Um, so you yeah. just bring him in line like, with everybody else. Yeah, because it, it did feel at times he was visiting from a totally different film.
0: Yeah, I think that's a fair comment. Let's do that then. Play it the right way cool. around and make Rain Wilson funnier.
1: I, I'm not convinced this the, the gimmick added much to it.
0: No, you just lose the twist because even
1: yeah. even the even the joke with, like for example, really getting in the back every. I think still, that still works the other yeah, way right? Now. It
0: does. <laughs> it it wouldn't be a good film. You're not making a good. You're not making it a good film by doing that. It's still just a mediocre little black thriller. It might make it slightly better. Yeah. Less gimmicky. Okay. Cool. cool. Let's do that. Right. Shall we do next week's film? Yes. See what next week is. Christmas. It's Christmas. So it's our Christmas film episode. So we're bringing out the Christmas randomizer again. Whoop, whoop. whoop So I've got, probably should mention if you weren't listening this time last year, for the week before Christmas, we always try and do a Christmas film. So we've got all of Netflix's Christmas films on a randomizer. Well, yeah, it, not all of it's them. not like you're short of them. Oh <laughs> well, no, it's not short of them. We've not Netflix. got the big ones on there, have we? Like Jingle Jangle's not on there, but there are some of the the shorter ones, on the lesser known ones on there, I guess. Um, last week it picked last season it picked Christmas Break in yeah which is back on uh, is it back on then back onto Netflix yeah <laughs> don't watch it just watch Home Alone it's the same it's the same <laughs> film only Home Alone's better so yeah we'll run the Christmas randomizer, shall we
1: let's do it <laughs> It's picked a film called Potter'sville okay any ideas no sounds very quaint <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you want to have a guess at what it is
1: yeah I'm I'm going it's a standard um. Uh, big city boy or girl returns to their <laughs> small village hometown and finds love, but with a Christmas twist. That's all Christmas like films, every aren't they? <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> every <laughs>
0: Netflix film and every Christmas film is the same. Yeah, I played it. So. Um, you are completely wrong. Okay. Um, this is described as a. I'm not. I'm not disappointed. <laughs> this is described as a Christmas comedy. Are you okay. a Christmas comedy. Well, I think not. it sounds right up our street. Personally. Do you want to know the synopsis?
1: Yes, I do. Says, yeah, I
0: really do. Maynard, a beloved local businessman, is mistaken for the legendary Bigfoot during an inebriated romp through town in a makeshift gorilla costume. Okay. <laughs> We're doing another Bigfoot film. Who'd have fought it? Oh, Do you lovely. want to know who's in it? Yeah. I, I yeah do, Michael yeah. Shannon. Oh, okay. Judy Greer. Oh, oh great. I like okay. her. <laughs> and Ron Perlman. Oh, okay. Andy and Ian McShane. Fucking love joys in it. <laughs> So yeah, so that's going to be our Christmas episode. Should we explain what we're doing over the Christmas period? Yes. So that will be our Christmas episode. That will come out next Monday. Um,
1: Which will be the 21st.
0: The week after that, the episode will come out on Christmas Day, which is the Friday, the 25th. But that will be a bottom of the burrito episode where we do a special episode every Christmas with the guys from Grief Burrito. Uh, We've got a bit of a plan on what we're going to do. We've not recorded it yet, so I can't say how good it is. So that's going to come out on Christmas Day which is a Friday there will not be an episode that Sunday and then we will do the so you've basically got 2 weeks to watch whatever film comes out of the bag next week yeah so there'll be a Sunday where there isn't a film a, a podcast but there will be one on the Friday which will probably be longer than a normal one so you're not losing anything you just get extra time over Christmas no. to listen to to watch the film whatever comes out
1: yeah yeah you'll probably get more more of more minutes per Listen, if anything. Last
0: year, last year we did an episode, we did that episode, and we did an episode the same week, and it was too much over Christmas. So yeah. we've decided to not do that this year and just put you one episode out. But it's going to be awesome because the guys from Grief Burrito are incredible, and it's going to be a good, fun time. We will join forces, we will.
1: and we have an idea for. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to. I think we're going to so... I think
0: we're going to have some fun with it. So uh, look forward yeah. to that. That will come out on Christmas Day, and then we'll be back Mondays as normal from then on. Excellent. As we go towards the second half of season four. Madness. I'm excited. Madness. Madness, madness. Right. Um, that's probably it. Do you want to check us out on Twitter and Instagram? That is B-O- at BOTS underscore podcast. Facebook.com slash of The website is stream.com where you will find every episode we've ever recorded, every stream table we've ever created, and you can get some merch, which you've now missed out on for Christmas, but you can get it for some New Year's gifts. Check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash stream, where for a couple of quid every month, You'll get some extra bonus episodes, early access to episodes, Nick's amazing newsletter that he writes every month. Uh, You get a wild card if you come in at a certain level and other sorts of good shit. We've got some stickers we can send out to you, that sort of thing. And also come and join us over on Discord. Um, We're going to do some uh, stuff over Christmas on there with those guys. So the Discord link will be in the last line of the episode description for the episode that you are listening to right now.
1: Well done. Very professional. (laughs) If you can't do any of that... Then please leave us a review on Podbean, on Podchaser, on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you can leave a review because it really helps with our algorithms and puts us in front of more people's eyeballs. I tell you what you could do: sure. buy a bag of Poppadums <laughs> mini, or otherwise, and eat them. Shake them around, jump them, jump up and down on them, so you've got smaller bits of Poppadums. Create a review made out of poppadoms (laughs) a bit like a ransom letter but a lot more delicious are you okay take a picture of that post it to one of these review sites and that would help us out immensely
0: (laughs) and it would be really random and if anybody does that i'd love it Uh, you had a really easy (laughs) own goal there if you could write your review backwards but you didn't go for it and i'm really proud of you for that thanks (laughs) cool yeah
1: so do that check
0: out pottersville
1: I, i use that joke for the one word review so i'm not yeah fair
0: play (laughs) so do that check out pottersville it's a christmas film and it's christmas so why not and we'll come back next week to talk to you about it cheers bye